Groundbreakers from ForeConstructionPros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, individuals, and companies that are making a difference in construction today. I'm Larry Stewart with ForeConstructionPros.com. I want you to meet uh, Carter Johnson, who is virtual design uh, engineer for Hensel Phelps in the Pacific. And Carter and I have been talking a little bit about um, uh, Hensel Phelps project in uh, Honolulu at the airport there, the Inouye uh, Airport. Um, Carter, t- tell me a little bit about the scope of that project. Was there, how, what was the, the thumbnail sketch on, on Hensel Phelps' um, uh, challenge there? Yeah, so it was to demo a existing terminal and then build a, a brand new um, terminal over the top of it. So um, that was the initial project scope. Okay, and and you uh, the company went in um, initially using drones uh, and propeller uh, support um, systems to uh, on on certain segments of the of the work that was being done. What were you what were your initial um, objectives with that technology? Well, I think initially we didn't really know. Um, we performed an initial drone flight. Uh, before we started demolition and kind of mapped out the entire project site. Um, at that point, you know, that was the first time we'd ever flown and mapped uh, with Propel at that job site. Um, and I think we had just, at that point, just started um, working with Peller and uh, I don't think we had gone enterprise with them yet, but we were looking to use, utilize Propeller on the airport project and also the Hawaii State Hospital and their project we had at the same time. And um, so yeah, we when we flew at that initial flight, it was um, we didn't really know what exactly we were going to utilize the software for, um, and it kind of evolved throughout the the project. Um, so you know, as we were doing demolition, it was it was used for kind of like a progress tracking tool. Um, we also utilized it to um, track existing structures. So you know, when we started doing demolition, you know manholes get covered up and other things happen um and so we'd go back in time to the previous survey and we you know we'd have the northings and eastings from the propeller survey drone flight and we're able to um, locate those items um and then it kind of once we started doing underground utility work it kind of morphed from there into tracking new utility installation along with um, overlaying uh, cad files we had generated from um, tone, we toning, you know, toning, we toned utilities, and then we're able to, you know, survey in those markings prior to, um, you know, pavement demolition. Um, so we had the uh, CAD files with the location of the existing utilities, which we were then able to overlay with our excavations, um, and then that kind of transformed from there into being used for our dig permits. We have, um, you know, it's part of our Hensel Phelps process that we do dig permits on site. Um, and we have a document for that. Didn't normally include a drone image, but it did include a map of you know of the area with utilities. Um, but because we were able to utilize the drone flights and propeller, um, we were able to overlay the existing utilities that we shot in along with the new utility installation. And with a accurate, um, up-to-date drone flight um, in the background, which really helped communicate with the operators during that stage. If you could just give a, a cut sheet from the plans to an operator and mark it up, you know, it's kind of hard for them to tell, 
you know, I mean, I feel like normally they're they're more so out there looking at things in the field, you know, that light pole, sure. that curb over there, you know what I mean? If you, if they start seeing those things and then see the relationship between where those real life um, structures are in relationship to um, where the, the new utilities, existing utilities are. I mean, obviously we still mark them out in the field too, you know, um, with spray paint and, and such, but um, just gives them an added advantage for knowing where it works at. How did you use the uh, the drone flights to monitor job progress? Well, it was, you know, we tried to fly every week. So, um, and we flew just about every single week from when we started the project back in 2018 till we're about wrapping up, getting ready to turn over the building this month. So, um, and I mean, of course, there was areas in between where, you know, flights weren't able to happen. Um, but the, the way that we used it, was you know in every morning we had i guess when we were doing utilities and foundation work um there was a, a bunch of communication that had to happen prior to going out and tackling the the work out there in the field um and because the the site was constantly changing and there was you know foundation work utility work and all this stuff in a very tight area um that that communication was was pretty critical so um every morning you know they would we would get together as a group um and review the project center project superintendent would go over the, um, you know, the pull up propeller basically and look at the most recent image and kind of, you know, direct different foremen and, and people to where their scopes were going to be for that day and, and how we were going to tag it. Um, and so, you know, towards the end of the week, the site started changing more um, from what that initial photo was. And so by the time, you know, the next drone flight came out, then they would you know, obviously be really looking to utilize that in the meetings. Um, to show all the changes that happened throughout the last week so that they could um, have an accurate representation of the field when they were, um, you know, communicating where the work was going to be and stuff. So, How did the drone data contribute to, to uh, mitigating clashes with the uh, water and electrical lines that were out there that were inaccurately marked. I, that, that was I, one of the things we uh, I saw uh, about the story earlier. There were lines out there that, that weren't, mar weren't marked accurately. Yeah. Um, so we were able to utilize what we had for existing as-builts and documentation and overlay that and, you know, show with the communication there um, visually and also with the data we obtained from the drone and also other survey equipment um, that, hey, you know, this is where those lines are um, and this is where the plan for the new utilities are going to be. And, and it just really helped paint the picture for anybody who wasn't directly involved with the work. If you're not looking at the um, contract documents for where this new utility or existing utility is, um, you know, if you just see a line, you know, marked on a drone flight and say, hey, this is where it said it was supposed to be, but it's actually over here you know, you don't have to know a whole lot about it to just be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. And and, and that would be, I, I would I would assume that would be useful in the in a time when you, you know, need to, uh, to address a change or something like that to the contract. Correct. Where would you say is the, was the biggest cost savings in using drone data on this, this project? I mean, it's, it's hard to identify one specific area. I mean, I, Okay. just as a whole it was um you know so i guess typically you know we go out and survey different um you know things for as-built or, or qc um 
you know, if we install a, a footing or a utility line and we want to, you know, double check that we install it in the right spot, right? I can overlay a CAD file and you can literally see as they're excavating, you know, if I cap the excavation in the um, current uh, data set on propeller, you're able, the superintendent's able to just overlay the um, utility CAD file from the contract documents and you can see that, okay, that we're excavating, you know, in the area that uh, the new utility is supposed to go. Okay, QC, all good, right? Um, so there's one way. I mean, obviously, we still do other survey um, things to as-built utility with more specific elevations. Um, so we do that as well. Um, but and also a just a general site um, documentation. Um, it, it's just invaluable there because um, to, to document the entire, I can't remember how many acres the site was, but um, that entire job site, if you were to go out and just take ground photos of everything, I mean, it would probably take you all day. Um, you were able to fly the entire job site in an hour, hour and a half, and not only have uh, a complete job site image, but also survey locations of every um, everything the drone was able to capture. So, I mean, you're kind of packaging up multiple things into one platform. Um, propellers, what we used, obviously. Um, and I, I mean, I can't, I can't quantify it actually, but I mean, just if you think about each one of those tasks individually without propeller, um, you're looking at a, a pretty big workload. And I think the cost savings was in the, um, in the time that we were able to produce these things and the amount of detail that propeller was able to give us. So you've got the time, the communication time and the accuracy uh, driving the uh, crews on the ground using the images as well as communicating with project owners and engineers about what's happening on the on the, the project site, those time savings, uh, as well as all that QC data um, that, uh, you know, it's going to answer an awful lot of questions should they arise about um, how things were put together. Yeah, exactly. And then that also just ultimately leads to just overall efficiency, which also would mean cost savings as well. So, Talk a little bit about what propeller brings to this uh, application. Uh, they obviously have an application, a you know the the, the software. But in, in terms of of uh, managing the data, um, you know, is is that a project that you that Hensel Phelps could have done uh, on on their own, uh, or is that is that something that that you wouldn't even want to to have tried given the amount of data that you had? Yeah, I think think you answered that at the end there. Um, it would have probably been more work for us to manage that entire process than, you know, then we would have been taking away the efficiency aspect of it. It was just up to me or someone from our team to upload any CAD files or pull any measurements, you know. From there, it was kind of in our hands to to play with, so to speak, and, and utilize um, from, from our end, from Hensel Phelps' end. So, yeah, I guess the, the way that propeller really helped us was, you know, we, we just had to go out there and do the actual work on site. The processing and the, the management of all of the data was just done in, in the propeller platform. And, you know, you can access that on just on, on any web browser. Um, so we didn't have to worry about storing that anywhere. I mean, obviously we still downloaded certain files uh, to be used elsewhere, but um, primarily um, it was really easy to just access all of the project flights and data by just going to um, to the propeller website and, and viewing all that. How has drone imagery changed the way Hensel Phelps project management 
uh, works? Is it, I mean, is there, can you, can you point to a handful of, of things that you're doing now that you didn't do before or things that you don't do anymore that you did before? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a lot more of, of what we, the processes and stuff that we kind of developed from, from the airport. Um, and it's not just being used that way here, you know, it kind of took off the rest throughout the rest of the company on the mainland and, and everywhere else. So anywhere we can gain permission to fly and we see value in doing so, um, we, we try to, to capture that. Um, and then, you know, then your the project superintendents, superintendents are asking, um, you know, hey, can you overlay the 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 lay down area for whatever on the the current drone image, or can you um, pull up the existing utilities and sh show that over the existing or the current drone image? Can you? Well, all right. I mean, any, any other things that we didn't talk about that you think uh, you know somebody who's looking at drones might want to know? Um, I, I mean, I just say that if, if they're not using drones, I mean, I'd say it's a very valuable tool. Um, and like I said, it's, it was hard to, to see that value until we started using it. And now, you know, it's like once you have that tool that you didn't know what it did, now, now you have it, it's kind of hard to, to be without it. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Well, Carter, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for sharing your experience out on the cutting edge of technology. This is the kind of thing that, um, you know, is really making a big difference in the and changing the way uh, construction in, um, is getting done in America today. And I uh, appreciate the insights you offered to us. That's the time we have this week. Check in with us next week and we'll have a new edition of the podcast. And don't forget to like and share as we break new ground together. Thanks.